0: This is Chronic Victory Podcast number one, where the motto is and always will be, take what you can use, leave the rest behind. I'm your host, David Manthe, fellow pain warrior, father, husband. I'm 30 years old. I previously worked in public safety. I have a criminal justice law enforcement degree. I previously did 911 in my professional world. I don't do any of that anymore. I have chronic ailments, debilitating pain, a lot of the time spend lots of time in ambulances and hospitals, although not so much uh the past few months, which is great. I've had injuries, severe illnesses, mental and physical trauma. I'm basically here for For not only myself, but for anybody listening, I'm here for you. I'm here for all you guys. Uh, It also makes me feel good just to do this. I've always wanted to, this is my first podcast ever. I always wanted to do something kind of meaningful and just put out there what my story is. And uh, we'll get into all that later. Let's go back to the model. Take what you can use, leave the rest behind. I want to just explain that for a second. If there's, there, you, there's going to be a lot that we talk about or I talk about that you're not going to like or maybe you disagree with, and that's fine. The thing is, if there's something that you can take, an idea or just even one small part of what we discuss on here, and use it to your advantage, to better yourself, then mission accomplished. Good. That's good. That's kind of the whole idea behind this is we're going to go through so much. There's no real curriculum, if you will. But if you can take something from it and apply it to your own life, your own situation, then that's perfect. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. All right, enough about that and enough about me. You're now a pain warrior that's just declared war by being here. We are actively, as of right now, declaring war on our chronic pain and our conditions, whichever it's going to be for whatever you have as the listener. It's going to be different from person to person. I understand that. But we're declaring war against that. The name. Chronic victory. You know, so often I hear things like chronic pain, chronic fatigue syndrome, and the chronic is added in there in conjunction with some other bad stuff. But what if we instead of feeling like we're losing or we have this bad thing or this problem attached to us, decide that that's not going to dictate how we live and who we are. So chronic victory means chronically winning. Chronic victory is about how to live in your conditions and continue to win. Win at what? Life. Succeed. Reach our goals. Get to our destination. Identify the things that we want to do, accomplish, the things we love. How do we get there? First, it's usually a bunch of small victories. Some failures along the way. You know, it scratched out. Lots of failures. And then the victories, the accomplishments get a little bigger. And over time, they grow. And it's like the snowball effect. And you get some serious momentum behind you. Which I'll use myself as an example. I'm, I'm here doing this, trying to get a message out to you. Because... I finally have enough momentum to do so. And I hope you get to be where you want to go as well. So winning. Continuing to win. Remaining undefeated by whatever ailment it is. Trauma. Pain. A specific condition. A disease. An illness. Really bad injury. The possibilities there are endless. Not being consumed by those things. Doing what needs to be done. Not the things you like to do all the time, but the things you don't want to do, but you know you have to do, and you have the courage to get those things done. And when you do, you're winning because you took some of the control that you've lost back. Back. Now, everybody's welcome on this podcast uh, to either send me a message, to comment, I'm going to have different guests on here eventually uh, at some point, um, then converse with them, get some ideas, bounce some things back and forth, tangent into a whole bunch of other life stuff that... I'm hoping a lot of us can relate to, and just make it relevant. Why? So we can learn, so we can get better. Don't confuse that with being healed. You're not going to, we're not going to heal completely, possibly. If if you have an injury, maybe. But if we have a chronic condition, chances are we're not going to be fully healed. But we can improve. We can get better. We can find a comfortable balance, if you will, between the things that we want to get done and the things preventing us from getting there. This doesn't mean that your symptoms aren't going to be bad or you're going to have a hard time and you're going to struggle because you will struggle. Things will get tough. You're going to be afraid. You will be tested. But, like I said, everybody's welcome here. And specifically those who have chronic conditions. And those of you who feel defeated right now and are wondering, just like I did, how in the hell am I supposed to live my life like this? How? What's left? What can I do? Now, my podcast... (laughs) Let me lay out some ground rules. No. My podcast is not for quitters. Nobody with the quitting mind should be here. Defeated is different. I've been defeated Several times over. In fact, our defeat when it's related to chronic pain, chronic conditions is cyclical in that it's going to happen time and time again and we're going to be in that defeated phase or whatever you want to call it. But that defeated moment when we have a flare-up or an illness exacerbates our symptoms or we get... Just totally knocked out of the game. And our whatever routine or similar thing that we had going on for us is just on pause. And then we we start to get a little bit of doubt that creeps in. And we start to wonder, well, gee, maybe maybe I can't do this. And then that little whisper comes in your ear and says, it's okay to quit now. It's okay to stop. No. No. That's when we say no. It. That's so easy to do and give in to. Believe me, I've been there. But this podcast is gonna steer you the other way. Where. Things are going to happen. You're going to have a flare-up. You're going to have an episode, remain in the hospital. But you're not going to lose as much ground as you did once you get back to your, you know, your daily life. You're going to grow accustomed to your new normal over time. And instead of it just t- peeling that layer of you off time and time again that you just don't get back, instead, you're going to expect it. You're going to welcome it. And then it's going to make you even stronger than you were before it happened. Before each episode, before each hospital visit, before each injury, illness, procedure, you will keep the strength. And that's kind of what we're going to learn about together. So the podcast is not for quitters or the quitting mind, which we'll talk about at a later date. Because we're waging a war against the conditions that we have. This podcast is not for the perpetual victim, as I like to say. Where somebody's not going to take ownership of their situation. They're going to start blaming doctors and they're going to blame other people for their issues. And Well, uh, you know, I was terminated from my job because I had this medical condition and my boss is just really mean, And but in reality, they showed up late a bunch of times and they got fired. That's not going to fly. That's not okay. Aside from that, placing blame is just irrelevant. You know, early on, when this stuff's kind of new for you, and if it is new for you, I want you to know this. You're going to start looking for the reason you're going to start asking, why? Why me? Guess what? That's irrelevant. That does nothing good for you. And chances are it's a big combination of things that happen over time that even if you did identify them, it's like, okay, whatever. Now I'm just, no, I guess guess I won't do that again, but I'm going to go on a limb here and say that you probably already know at this point what you could tolerate, what you should do, how you should live, and how you should not. I mean, we're all adults here, and I think, at least I hope to God, that whoever's listening out there, if we even found me, first of all that you know right from wrong you know good from bad and the things that hurt you you just you know you're gonna modify that you're gonna you're gonna change that if things aren't working and you continue to do the same thing over and over again hence definition of insanity you you're not gonna get better there's no healing you gotta change up tactics at that moment you gotta you got to come at things from a different angle. And how? I'm glad you've asked. That's what we'll be talking about here. You know, and when these things, when these things, you know, chronic conditions take root initially, we get a lot of that sense of whatever control that we had in our life just stripped away, taken, stolen. We won't really get that back. At least I don't think so. I'm still kind of... Oh, man, I hope I'm midway. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty far into my journey. I'd say about nine years. If I had to total it up from when strange things started to happen to me. But I felt, you know, especially at a younger age... Again, I'm 30, so at a younger age... Um, 20, 21, 22, 23, even 24. You have kind of a chip on your shoulder. At least I did and a lot of other young men do. And you feel like you have control over your own destination and the things that are going on in your life. And yeah, you figured it out. You know life. You know better than everybody else. You know exactly what to do. That goes away. For me... I haven't gotten that back yet. But it's actually making me better. It's making me stronger to proceed without it. And I think that's important. I have kids now. Kids get sick a lot. Newsflash. They get hurt a lot, too. That's normal. Think of how many times we fell and cut ourselves, or got some sort of injury, broken arm, whatever it is, when we were kids, yeah, that's going to happen. It's happened to my kids and I. So, just something to think about, I guess. Wow, big tangent there. That's okay. This channel is kind of all about tangents. This podcast channel, wherever you find me, it's going to be a lot of tangents and just digging deep. We're going to dig deep into subjects that you've probably thought about or maybe glazed over at some point, but haven't really gone back and examined it and really just given it a good look. And if we can open that up and get some ideas out of that, I think that's important for all of us. Anyone listening? Lastly here my podcast is not for the attention seeker. If you're listening and waiting for me to say you know what, do some deep breathing and not not to bash on breathing by the way, but just just hear me out. Do some deep breathing and and everything's okay and I just comfort and coddle you and say, you know what, it's okay to just just you know, settle and just be happy with what you got and Yeah, just take a break from life, and and maybe that's okay. I know I certainly did that back in March. It's September now, but back in March, I had a rough time. And there were maybe two, three weeks there that I was going to lose my job, which I did, and that I just thought, okay, I'm done. But the longer I stayed in that state, the more I realized this is temporary. This is something that I just need to recover, regroup, recalibrate, rethink. And I need to organize what the next steps are. And I, most importantly, I need to stay active. I need to move. I need to, and I don't mean exercise and, and physical activity. That's a whole other thing that we're going to get to because that's important too. But I'm talking about just moving the little things around the house. For example, uh, laundry, dishes, making a meal for my kids, something outside, I don't know, yard work of some type. Little things like that that if you do, they stack. So even if you're in that rut and you're not doing a whole lot at the moment, okay, okay. I got those other things done, so I was productive. Therefore, I feel pretty good about what I did today. I didn't feel like I was just sitting around wasting my life, not doing anything in particular. You know, in fact, some of the best times, some of the best ideas I've had are during times that I do those mundane sort of repetitive tasks that we have to do, like weekly upkeep, especially like mowing the lawn for me, that's a, that's a time I can literally meditate and just like reflect on everything that's been going on, I can just zone out, do a mind numbing task, and think about something totally different and say, wow, I don't know why it came to me during that. But I'm going to go write about that, or I'm going to go try this thing that I just thought of. So, back to what I was saying. If you're looking, if you're listening, waiting for me to say, it's okay. Take the break. You know, do do as little as possible. You don't want to exacerbate things. You know, if it hurts, don't do it just don't do it. You hear the doctors say that all the time. I can't tell you how many. In fact, you know what? I saw somebody today or yesterday, sorry, and I, at a spine clinic and I said, "Well, you know how how far do I you think I could push this?" And I gave him the specifics of my my plan, you know, for physical activity, which is pretty minor at the moment given all the things that are going on, but still it's physical activity, and he said, "Well, if he, if it hurts just don't do it." Do you see the problem there? Now I'm not going I'm not going to say no. Go out there. You want to run that 5 miles? You run that 5 miles. No, 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 no. Let's be reasonable. But if we don't try to do those kinds of things that we want to do, if we don't test it, you know, it's going to be about finding balance when you when you do some of that activity again. And there's a name for that. I call it the pain tax. Your pain is a monarch stealing from you. What are we going to do about that? I say dethrone the bastard. The pain tax refers to This, how much are you willing to pay to do the things you like to do? For instance, if I want to go run two miles and I'm set on running two miles, then I know I'm going to feel like crap after that. Things are going to hurt. The hip impingement and labral tear in my hip is going to, activate and it's going to kill. Man, it's going to kill. And I will be out for probably one or two days after. Just limping around. I could force it and do the two miles most likely just based on sheer willpower and and if it's not humid outside. But I'm going to hurt. So What if I instead found a balance there? What if instead I try to go half mile? See how I feel. Gauge it from there. Did I get a good enough sweat? Do I feel good about that? If I go a half mile, can I walk a half mile back? Or do I run a half mile back? There's so many options. But again, it just comes down to balance. Finding that balance. That's what I mean by pain tax. We pay for the things that we sometimes want to do, sometimes don't want to do, but must be done. If you have to go to like a family event or or something with your spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, and it's going to be really active, maybe it's like a wedding and you have to dance a lot. I just went to a wedding not too long ago for a great friend of mine and I was a little bit concerned, like, hey, I have these conditions, I'm thinking to myself, what if I can't do this? I don't want to faint or pass out in front of all these people. And well, truth be told, that's already happened. So I don't really care about that, but I don't want to, nobody wants to be in pain. Nobody wants to know that they're going to do something that makes them hurt. And so they don't do it at all. In fact, uh, The victor does not hesitate because hesitation is the, what I call it, the stepchild of complacency. And it's going to do anything to get you from making progress. Hesitation brews thought, thoughts like I had. What if I can't do this? What if I get injured because I push it too hard on the dance floor at this wedding? I know I'm going to pay for it later. Matter of fact, I did pay for it later the day after. The whole day, the whole 24 hours, I laid and slept and just hydrated. But that's fine. That's okay. That's self-care. That's still being active and you're still doing something to fight back, therefore winning. Let's go back to the original thought. Hesitation bruised thought. And often that thought provokes fear, like I just mentioned so when we're afraid to try when we're afraid to go and do something afraid of new ideas afraid of our whatever we're about to do our chances of doing it are minimized a whole hell of a lot the victor, the victor takes action instead and it's okay not to know the best answer or best action to take. That's not what it's about. It's it's the attempt, the drive, the will to feel better and living life on your own terms. That's what matters. It's time to start doing what you want to do. Not what your pain wants to do. You can give your pain and your condition a vote after your activity because that is always going to be recovery time always and that's that's the time you can allow that to happen i'm not saying let it take over you're in charge allow that recovery to happen grant it permission the monarch is off his throne grant him permission cuz now he's just a peasant identify and execute that means turn your thoughts into action. If there's something you want to do, and maybe you get some poor feedback from family, friends, maybe it's a hobby you want to take up, like, hey, I want to try this, and somebody says, eh, you can't do that. That's not going to work out. You don't have enough money. You can't. You don't really, you've never done this before. But yeah, no shit. That's why I want to do it. It's because I haven't done it. And do I, Do you really have to explain yourself to anybody at this point? You know you hurt. You know the things that are wrong with you. You know the stats behind all your visits and appointments and all your procedures that you've had. You know more about yourself than this person, so why are you asking for their validation? Do what you want to do. Now, it should be reasonable and hopefully in favor of bettering yourself and uh, be something dangerous or habit-forming or something, something harmful. Let's make it positive. But turn those thoughts into actions. I never spent time sitting down to read books or going for walks or just looking around and, um, what's this saying, stop and smell the roses once in a while. When I go for a walk sometimes, I just look around to see things I never even noticed before. And I always thought I was just too busy and didn't have time for these things. But it wasn't until after my conditions and pains really took a hold of my, my life that I got to do that stuff. And for the first time, really see clearly. And I think what I'm getting at there is perspective. So when there's something new that you want to try, turn those thoughts into action. Give it a shot. If you don't like it, just do what you did before. Stop. Stop doing that. If you like it and it hurts, find that balance. Don't stop until you find that balance. Now the victor. The victor finds purpose. I have a question for you. This is something that Somebody asked me and I was actually actually had a hard time answering it right away and I want to know what your initial take on it is after I ask you if if you're able to answer this question great what um what the question is is pretty simple who are you The first time I answered that question I said well I'm Me, I'm David, I'm 30, I live in this city, in this state, and I do this as my job. Uh, Those are my answers. (laughs) Pretty weak. Now, to my and, and a lot of people's defense out there, that's going to be a a similar answer. It's like, well, we're so damn busy all the time, or hurting, or working too much, our schedule's too filled, that we don't really take the time to reflect and think, well, who who the hell am I, exactly? And maybe you didn't care until now. And if you don't, you should. Because if you don't, that's a problem. Before we can... Before you can take the lead in your health, before recovery and healing or any sense of becoming better or improving yourself take place, you need to know why. You need to know, why do I get up in the morning? What motivates me to go to work? Why do I want to do the things I want to do? What are the things that I want to do before I die? What kind of things do I want to be remembered for? Not that that's all that important, but for those of you that have children, maybe it is. That's something that I'm concerned about every day is, well, let's say worst case scenario, my ailments, conditions, whatever, cause an accident and I'm dead. I get killed. I die. Whatever it is, I'm not there anymore. How are my kids going to remember their father? These are things we can identify ourselves by. Not the conditions. Hi, my name is David and I have pain and I have a condition that's this and here's the symptoms. No. That's not you. That's not me. I'm talking about the real you. The real me. And the only person that can do that is you. I can't do that for you. That's one thing I can't do for you. Is find... you know, your purpose. Who you are. What's your mission? What's your goals? What are are the things you want to achieve? I had to realize that... because of my condition... I couldn't do nine one one work. I couldn't be a cop anymore. My you know, my dreams of being out there on the road and, and solving crime and all this stuff like you see in TV gone. I already went to school, got the degree, did a lot of the work. Um Luckily enough to have gotten a taste of it. Um nine one one I will say was by far the hardest. And by taste I mean I've been in the realm of public safety work for wow, it's been 10 years. <laughs> it's been a decade. So I guess I do have some experience under my belt. Still doesn't feel that long and I'm I still feel uh, pretty young in that respect in, in terms of professional life, but yeah. So it's time to start doing what you want to do. The victor. I want to get this down. I want to get this down before we go to any other podcast, before we go to the next thing, before I speak with people, before I have any guests on here, before I have Q&A, which I would love to do, by the way. I think that's what's going to run a lot of this is send me your questions, send me your problems. And we will discuss it. And we don't have to, obviously we're not going to use names or or we don't have to get too specific. It's really up to you and I can edit that however is uh, deemed necessary and respectful. But I want to get this down so we understand what Chronic victory means really. The victor takes the lead in their health and recovery, control of mind, and uses discomfort, I would say, as a weapon which crushes doubt into submission, the victor has purpose. Most importantly, the victor doesn't quit. And like I said before, if you have a quitting mind and you're trying to improve it, join me. I am on your side. I'm here for you. If you have the quitting mind and you know you're going to give into it and you're here for the shortcut and the easy button and how to make yourself all better in five days or 30 days or whatever the hell the new challenge is for whatever ab workout is going on at the moment, then this is not for you. Proceed to the next one. But. We don't quit. And if you're here, you didn't. That means you're still alive. That means you're still fighting. And so it's ironic then that we have conditions that try to stop us. Yet, the only thing that actually can stop us after we really understand Chronic Victory is death itself. Which when you look at it that way, we're no different from everyone else that doesn't have chronic conditions or chronic pain. We all get knocked down and have setbacks. When you experience setbacks and you fail, when you feel like you're failing, when you feel like you're beaten and you're just done, We need to refine. We need to improve. Mistakes, setbacks, those things will happen. It's natural. But the victor keeps fighting and will continue on. So I guess what I'm getting at here, in all my descriptions of chronic victory and what it is, it's up to you to make the decision to identify what's important to you by answering that question, who are you? Identify the things you want, the things you love, the good things you have going for you in your life. It's up to you to validate your worth as a person, not being consumed by these conditions. And it's time to start fighting for your life, literally and long-term. That's why we are waging a war. So the podcast will delve deeper into strategies and tactics that you can use to implement into your life to combat your pain and conditions. The ones that both fail and succeed, I should say. Because we want to know what works for some people. Maybe it works for you. And what didn't work, maybe that'll work for you. Maybe it won't. It's good to hear that. Not just for me, but other people. To learn and save you a lot of time. And maybe even some money. Who knows? Something I want to cover while we're talking about chronic victory itself is it's my goal that chronic victory is well i guess it's chronic victory's a brand that's only mission is to keep you in the fight that's why i'm doing this is for you i feel in a way that i am you I was you. I was beat several times over. And the harder I tried to fight back in even changing tactics and seeing different specialists and doing different exercises and taking different medications, getting different procedures done, I was still being beaten. And I was being beaten bad. I mean, the score was triple digit numbers to zero bad. I was getting beat pretty hard. And I thought I could just, you know, toughen up, do it mentally. Well, you can be sound in mind, sure, but if your body's not working with that, then you're not really living, are you? mean really so chronic victory i want it to be a brand that everybody can relate to everybody can hop on this brand now i should state when i say brand i'm not doing this for money if it happens to come to that someday cool we'll look at that at that time but this is for not only, I mean, this makes not only me feel good just to do and kind of get things out there and just as another outlet for me, but I'm doing this for you and whoever feels like they're just being defeated repeatedly, time and time again, like I was. But I learned some things trial and error. And trial and error over a long number of years about nine years now for me, I have some things to say. I have some things to share that work and don't, and that's why I'm here. That's why Chronic Victory exists. This is, you know, it's kind of silly. The name is Chronic Victory Podcast, Chronic Victory I feel like I'm winning just by recording this right now. Because in March when I was doing horribly you know things were horrible. I was doing bad. I didn't think I would ever be able to get to this point. I always wanted to share a lot of the experiences that I've gone through and and had and suffered through. But I'm finally to the point where I can do that. And to me That's a win. Like this is, uh, aside from my family, this is my purpose. This is who I am. When somebody says, who are you? I am the creator of Chronic Victory Podcast. I'm a father and a supplier of a good life and good things to my family and my children that's who the hell I am a little bit better answer than the previous don't you think I like to I like to be pretty raw and open and honest in my you know when I discuss things and if you hear me swear it's really not to just swear uh you I mean, that's fun too. Just just because. But it's to really get the point across like, yeah, some things just suck. Sometimes life throws you curveballs that you either didn't think would happen to you or didn't really prepare for. And When you're going through it, at the time, in the heat of the moment, during the event or even a bit after or long after, in some cases, you don't realize how much stronger you're going to be when you come out of that. So I like to use myself as an example, especially for the failures that I'm going to share with you in in the coming episodes. I don't I don't like to write or rehash stories in which uh you know I'm this almighty person who has god-given talent and can do this and this person was wrong. Usually it's me that was wrong. Usually it's me that made a bad choice that tried to do something, you know, even not intentionally a lot of the times, you know, maybe you pushed it too hard. Back when I was working out, maybe I'd push it too hard and injure myself. And I knew that that, that I pushed it. You know, I, I had an unhealthy balance, but I didn't really mean to get injured. So it doesn't mean that you're being mean to yourself or you're being harmful to yourself. And if you are, I think some other life choices need to be made. But chances are you're not trying to do harm to yourself, but these things just happened. And I think it's important that I use myself as an example and to see that I'm just I'm just a regular guy in his basement with a little microphone attached to his computer I don't have fancy equipment I don't I'm not you know I'm not gifted or special in any other way I'm just driven to do this and driven to feel better and the purpose behind that like I said before is my children is my wife and is this project that I'm working on right here. There's other things. There's there's bigger topics that, that are going to come up to things like work, relationships, suffering, physical activity like we talked about, uh, overcoming defeat, guilt. There's a lot of guilt, especially in early stages and early onset of chronic ailments in general i know for me anytime i had to be out of work for example because i fainted and i don't know why or or something weird was happening i was the only one that really had to be gone a lot i felt pretty guilty about that if there's things that my family wants to do hey let's go to the zoo this weekend i can't i have to lay this weekend i'm sorry some days are the best we can do is is very little you know, you start to feel guilty about that kind of stuff, especially when it, you know, you see the look on your spouse or your girlfriend's face when you say that stuff like, hey, no, can't do it. I don't want to do that today. Well, to to other people that don't feel pain, they don't experience pain. That kind of just makes you sound like you're a hermit and you don't want to do things. But in reality, it's that you know that's going to hurt. And that's something you're not willing to pay the pain tax for, which is fine and acceptable. If you know your limits, that's good. That's really good. But guilt is, uh, guilt is a very important subject that I can t- go on about. So we'll touch it. <laughs> we'll touch it on a later date. How about that? More in depth. We're going to talk about trauma, post-trauma correlation between pain, which really is something that I hadn't even considered until I started experiencing it, and yeah, some shit happened. Let's just put it that way. We'll get into that. And whatever else comes up along the way of of some of those other topics that I haven't even listed you know anything that comes our way that we can tangent on and learn and talk about and discuss and go in depth about great that that's what it's all about that's what we're here for you know one thing i want to touch on too is before i let you go here is there's there's power in numbers i want you to know when you're listening to Chronic Victory, when you're listening to me talk, I'm not just talking at you, you're you're not alone you're not alone anymore. I want you to know that you're not alone in this. And at the very least, if you have literally nobody, no family, no friends, no co-workers, anybody that's gonna stand by you, if your doctor's a prick or doesn't believe you, thinks you're lying and just wanna get pain meds, whatever it is. I'm here. There's power in numbers. There is. I would recommend if if you're pretty early on in whatever the hell is going on with you, to find a pain group, chronic pain group, um, even a even a group for whatever your condition is. I think that would be fine. That would be good but I would recommend a chronic pain group first because in the groups that I've been in, I've been in um, some bad groups and then some good groups. For the good groups, matter of fact, for any group I've been in so far, it's just been chronic pain. But all those groups, it seemed like each person there had a different condition or a different ailment or different illness from the next it was all different but it was down to the down to the core it was all chronic conditions chronic ailments and only you know now that I look back only two maybe three people actually were just there for like some chronic pain like some oh yeah I get migraines I just want to learn how to deal with some migraines better and I know I just right now made that, like belittled that. So if you have migraines, I apologize. I know that's actually a really shitty thing to have pain right in your head, in your face, where, where your thoughts are at all times. Um, but just using that as an example, and I did come across a woman in one of the groups who said, yeah, I just get migraines from time to time. I'm just here to kind of learn. I think that's why I say that. Chronic pain group would be a good place to start since almost every every different person, including myself, had was there for another chronic condition that one of the symptoms was pain or some type of pain. And I think managing that and managing symptoms might be more beneficial and more powerful than just going to a specific group for a specific condition because, you know, another thing behind that is you and I could have the same condition, yet our symptoms are completely different. So when you get everybody together for a specific condition, and maybe I'm wrong about this in a lot of ways because I haven't been to a group for a specific condition. I'm sure there's great ones out there, I'm sure there's bad ones out there, just like just like any other group so this doesn't mean don't go, I'm just saying start with a chronic pain group if you can if there's one in your area you'll at least get to know people you'll be able to have more outlets there's a I say there's power in numbers and there, there really is, your groupmates are going through the same shit that you are And they are people just trying to live better and not die and not hurt and just continue doing things that they want to do. And usually they just want to be left alone and do their thing. They just want to live. And so there's no, at least for me, I haven't, uh, when I'm sharing something with a group, nobody's judged me. Nobody's said I was wrong or, or negative or in fact it was just the opposite like hey wow thanks for sharing that what you said really struck with me again I'm not saying I'm like that Johnny Carson of pain group talk but there were some things I said when I was that I was talking about specific to my children and, and some traumas that I experienced from, from uh, with regard to to my children, and some people cried, like I made people in the group cry, and I thought, wow okay, I I wasn't sure if I had something to say and now that I said it and it really resonates with these people at the very least I think it's worth, worth it to keep saying it and keep talking about it so for, if you're and you know, especially if you're feeling alone. And you don't talk to somebody, you don't talk about it a lot. You you're feeling isolated. You feel misunderstood by coworkers, uh friends, family. I to this day I'm getting asked by family Oh, are uh, you feeling y'all better yet? Are y'all uh, did you get over that syndrome that you had? And it's like, okay. I get initially get pissed off like, dude, it's a syndrome. It's not going to go away. Or it's a chronic condition. Yeah, yeah you know what? Yeah, I'm better. I'm healed suddenly, magically. Yeah, I took some Tylenol. I'm better. Now let's be rational. They are their own person who is not experiencing what you are. And these people usually do care about you. They usually do want the best for you. They're not going to... People aren't going to go out of their way, family and friends alike. Some family might, especially those close ones like a spouse, girlfriend, brother, sister, a parent. Somebody might. But a lot of times family, friends, they're not going to do the research. They're not going to go out and learn about what's bothering you and go in depth and figure out the ins and outs of it just to relate to you better. No, that there's, no there's no reason to for them. All they need to know is that things hurt for you, and that's that. So by being angry with those people... I know I was for a long time but yeah and now I just say yeah you know what things st- things still suck but I'm I'm okay things still hurt but I'm here you know things things still hurt but I'm good I'm managing it so I think it's important when we're talking about feeling alone isolated wanting to be by ourselves because people just don't understand Or maybe you're just misunderstood, or you think you are, and maybe you are. I know. I know. A lot of times I was misunderstood. I would have to have some sort of procedure or appointment back when I was working at the department, and people would get pissed off because I'm not there, and they, you know, or I needed a special um, assignment or something because I, I was recovering from something. So yeah, people didn't understand what was going on. I was felt misunderstood. There's the that big disconnect there. When it comes to chronic pain and con- chronic conditions, there's a big disconnect between everybody that doesn't have it and you. That's it. And then there's those like me who have it and we can relate with one another, but we're few and far between. And... Chances are, if we feel as bad as we usually do, then there's really no motivation to go out and meet people like me. So if we if we don't feel good, we're not going to go and seek more friends and, and seek more people to have as allies. So what better time than now to find a chronic pain group Stay with me for Chronic Pain Podcast. Our Chronic Victory Podcast mission is just to keep you in the fight. So stay with me. Now, like I said before, this is just kind of an introductory podcast. My first ever I actually had a lot more fun and spoke a lot more than I thought I was going to, which I am really hoping is good. I hope I said something that will keep you here and that you'll get on the path with me and that together we can learn from each other and really just find a have a support network built through this Chronic Victory podcast. That's kind of the, the long-term goal of the brand. And again, I'm just I'm just a normal guy doing this for you, doing it for me, and to learn from you, to to become better. I want to be the best version of myself that I can. I realize I'm not going to be the best anymore. But I can always get better. I can always learn. And at the very least, I can try to be better. And if I can do that, then I'm still winning. That's about it for this one. I plan to, like I said, have some guests for the future. I plan to do Q&A. A lot of q and A. I think that's going to Help us learn from one another and that we can get a lot of different points of view and perspective on things that we might not have thought of before. So I hope there's something that you could take from this and the stuff that you couldn't just leave it. Forget it. You have enough to deal with right now. Take what you can use. Leave the rest behind. So I hope you all join me for the next one. Please uh, feel free to reach out and connect with me. I'm here for you guys. Uh, We're going to get a little more in-depth and maybe even some tunnel vision on a couple subjects coming up. Who knows? This is, again, my first time. So thank you all for listening. Thanks for joining me. Keep pushing.